and we can feel those challenges even more when it comes to finding trustworthy information about COVID vaccines. Between what we see on social media and what we read on other websites, there are a lot of claims out there. It's hard to know what claims are fiction and what claims are fact, but it's important to remember that facts are not true because they come from specific sources. Facts are true because there is scientific evidence to back them up. Information from organizations like the CDC and medical sites like the American Academy of Pediatrics is backed by the most up-to-date scientific evidence from the most recent studies, and you can see the science and study by following the links on those websites. When your sources show you the evidence, you can feel confident you can have the most credible information. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. We can do this. KYBN Port Luis, Mauritius. The time is now. The place is here. We're going to have a little talk. It's Just Chat with Bree. Right now on KYBN Radio. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host and the host alone and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the KYBN Radio Network. Due to its content, viewer discretion is advised. Good afternoon or good evening and welcome to Just Chat with Bree. So now you guys know I've been doing a feel-good inspirational series and today is one of those series. I have a dear friend with me who is Pastor David. Good morning and welcome to Just Chat with Bree. Good morning, Bree. How are you? I am awesome and I thank you so much for coming in and participating with my series. The reason for doing it, I think the word is good with everyone. People should be inspired and Everyone has a story, and a lot of times it's easier to get that story from someone who has stories to tell. Does that make sense? Definitely does, and we all have a story. And that we do. So now there's so much. Let's mm-hmm. start off. I'd like to start off with um, just getting to know who we're talking to so the listeners can get a feel for who you are. Now, I happen to know that you had a career in the military. And so let's say, how did you decide that, mm, how, how can I put this? How did you decide that you had a calling? Well, well, <laughs> thank you, Bria. You know what? It's, um, it, it's funny you should, you should mention. I was uh, just thinking as you were talking about that, I was just thinking about that. It's something that, you know, nobody, uh, I guess, that looks for uh, about a calling. Is something. I know for me, if you would have told me that I would be a pastor seven years ago, I would have told you you're out of your mind and you need to quit, put the pipe down. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I thought I'd be the last person to ever become a pastor. But a, a very dear friend of mine who is our lead pastor, she said, God equips the unequipped. He doesn't equip the equipped. And I'm here to tell you I was definitely unequipped <laughs> to do this job. Uh, I thank God that he has allowed me to have a platform and to be able to share his word and and the gospel to others. Leaving the military and uh, other professional government service jobs has prepared me for this moment in time right now. 
uh, I would have never thought, as I've known you over the years, I'm sure you were pretty shocked when you saw that I was Pastor David. And it still sounds kind of funny when you tell me, uh, you know, hey, Pastor David. Uh, but uh, it's been rewarding and fulfilling. I guess it was my calling that he said, this is what I want you to do. And I just answered the call. Wow. Well, I am sure that you are an awesome person for that. Um, knowing you, knowing your personality with people, I, I think that uh, the word has gotten a, a great asset. And that is what it's all about, being an asset and being a positive person to other people. So you said you've been doing this for about seven years now? Yes. Uh, you know, when I retired from federal service, I had a plan. In, in life what I was going to do. And my plan was I was going to go fishing. And that was my whole goal. That's why I worked. And I was just going to get in my boat. And that's where you find me at on the lake. Um, I went so far as when I retired, uh, I had purchased that boat. And my plan was uh, when I picked it, when they would deliver it to me that that Saturday, that Sunday, I would be on the lake. If you look for me, I'll be on the lake. But God had a different plan. And when that boat came to my house, uh, I didn't have peace. And that's what I tried to always live my life with is peace. But when that boat came, I didn't have any peace. And it broke my heart. And I'm sure the dealer, it broke his heart when I said, no, you 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 have to take this back. And because I had everything on all the bells and whistles and everything. And I was like, I couldn't believe I told some friends of mine what I had done. They thought I was really crazy and out of my mind because it's something that I had always wanted to do. But as, as, as Jesus called his disciples, he said, you know, follow me and I'll make you just a fisher of men. And that's what he did. But he, he went about it uh, through the children. And that was my heart uh, was through kids. And that's what got me into the business of being a pastor and my heart just went out just when I saw the kids and and previous careers I was wondering where guys what went wrong and uh, found out when they were young in elementary school that's where things kind of went the wrong direction from uh, from reading and, and the comprehensions of it and everything so my heart went out to them so I said I got to make a difference and and through uh, being a pastor, that was the difference. It gave me a platform to be a difference, to be a difference maker in these children's lives. At that time when I, I did this, I didn't think I'd become a pastor, but I just wanted to be that difference maker in my community. And I love that I'm able to do that in a in a bigger scope of it. So I, I hope that kind of answered your question there. Um, love kids yeah yeah it did and you know I, I have to tip my hat to you and commend you for that because so many times the children are left behind sometimes all they need is just that one grown-up person in their life to just give them any kind of indication that they're important and I think a lot of times people forget that the children are the future and without having a sound guidance behind it that future doesn't always look so good. Our children are not living anywhere near as long as they should be. So for you to take your time and to and, and to also not only just to be a pastor, but to be a man and to put yourself in the lives of those children, that is very commendable. And so thank you for doing that. It, 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 it takes you. a lot because the children today are not easy subjects to work with. There's a lot of anger. Lots of, yes, lots of definitely. discord there. So, you know, that's good. Um, we're going to go to a break, and then we're going to come back, and, and we're going to learn about, you know, where you pastor and 
I know you have programs going on, so we want to talk about that as well. So do you mind coming back with me? Sure. All right. Listeners, we'll be right. If anyone would cause one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them if a large millstone were hung around their neck and they were thrown into the sea. Through much thought and prayer, grab the sword before I swing it. I made up my mind not to sing it. Gotta bring it. I'm sounding the alarm. Imposters be warned. I'm coming at your spirit with the whole armor on. I'm calling out the charlatan, the bluffer, and the sinister. Prophet, liar, hustler, and cash minister. Roaring and you're lying, not teaching them the truth. You cash me a cute wolf in a sheep suit. Professing that you're holy, but you're holy like the cheese. We're seeing right through you, and God is not pleased. If you're called to preach, if you're called to teach, See, but if you're causing folks to stumble and straight, then take a seat. Take the stone off your neck and fall down on your knees. These are all God's children, and God is not pleased. Not getting all the begging for folks to sow seeds. If you're preaching and believing that God supplies needs, you're out here in the field, not tilling, but you're hoeing. Folks don't want to sow in places snakes and weeds are growing. Claiming you on fire. Give the to inspire, troop it told Spencer, you're just a cat for hire. Turn the lights on, turn the mic on, turn the Christ off, and watch you perform. The shouting and the clapping, you're very charismatic. They're saying you're anointed, but it's really just theatrics. Take the off your neck and fall down Testimony made the mistake of making ministry all about me. Sin had me choked up, all roped up. Then the word spoke up. Now I'm all yoked up. Flesh had me tripping on the stuff that I did. Spirit caught me slipping, and I was started whipping. Fell to my knees to the voice of my calling. The brother had fell in, but I wasn't fully falling. Dumped the vanity off. I cut the toxic people off. Carrying the cross through the land of the lost from the Laborers are needed more. Take the
anywhere because there's more just chat with Bree to come. Network Production, KYBN. And welcome back to Just Chat with Bree. And today we are talking with Pastor David out of Beaumont, Texas. 
Tell me about Beaumont, Texas and your church and what you do there and what what's going on. I know you guys got a lot of projects going on. My church is called North Point Community Church. We're located here in Beaumont, Texas. It's a small, big church. That's what I like to call it. It's a small, it has a very homey feel that we're, we accept people who they are and where they're at in their lives. Because it's not for us to judge where you're at. It is for God to do that. Our job is to share the gospel with you and to let God do the rest. Uh, I am currently an associate pastor here at the church, and I work extensively with the school system here in Beaumont. I'm an ambassador with them. We're directly across the street from our elementary school that we've adopted. We've been working with them. Uh, We have a very firm uh, foundation and relationship with the school, and it's been over six years we've been with them. And I'm also the chaplain there at that school. We since have picked up another school, which is right down the street for them. It's a middle school, and I've now just became the chaplain for that school as well. Uh, so my job was basically as an outreach pastor uh, before I became the associate uh, was was outreach and to reach schools and reach our community. We're a very community-based church. Nowadays, you can't expect people to come into your doors uh, just walking off the street. You have to go out to them. And that's what we try to do here at North Point is we, we want to go out to them and show them that we're here. And it was once said, if your church was to close down today or tomorrow, would you be missed in our community? In that, in that particular community, and I believe that our church would uh, be missed because we're also known as a community party church because <laughs> we're always showing, we're always throwing a, a block party or have some kind of event to welcome our community to say, look, this is a safe place, uh, whether you, you want to be a part of our church or not, but you can still come onto this property here and you know that you're in a safe caring place for, for you and your kids. Uh, Beaumont is uh, it's a small, big community. It's uh, a very diverse uh, area. Um, we have a strong Hispanic population, African American, and uh, Caucasian community. And we have a mix of uh, uh, Asians also in our community because of the oil fields and because of the prisons. And we welcome all. Uh, we have uh, a pastor here that is she's in, uh, she is the she pastors over a women's center. Uh, we have one pastor that is over uh, a housing project, and we, our pastors are we're, we're just not in the office all the time. We're we're out in our community being seen and know that we care about. We, we come out and try to care about people. We look at the building as a training ground for what we need to take to the street, and that is what uh, North Point is all about. I have a question for you. Yes. Yeah. So now, you know, there's always this big controversy of prayer in schools and not having prayer in schools. So being a chaplain for two schools, do you run into any problems with that, or how do you handle that when, if you do run into problems with it? Yes, there is a separation of church and state. But when there's times of trouble, things are going on, especially within our school systems today, uh, with shootings and all kind of problems like that, I found that Prayer is definitely needed, and people have been saying anything about when you grab a group of teachers and you go to their break room and they want to have prayer, I'm there with you. It's not that I'm preaching a certain uh, religion upon anybody or anything like that, but prayer is for everybody. 
Uh, I haven't seen one religion yet not pray. Even atheists pray, okay? So uh, Satan worshipers pray. There's nothing wrong with prayer. Uh, you just can't publicly be out there displaying it within the school. But if somebody asks, see, I'm not only the chaplain for the students, but I'm the chaplain for the teachers as well. So if you need a request, uh, I've been to funerals of uh, kids' parents and, and uh, the teachers. If they have lost, uh, I'm also there too. Wow. Well, that's good. That's really good because regardless of what people say, I happen to know that as soon as something goes wrong, even the non-believer, their first words are, oh, God. And so I, I hear a lot of the things that people are like, oh, I don't want my kid doing this. I don't want that. But sometimes some of the same people saying, I don't want my kid doing this, are the ones that need to have that type of um, background and support. So, you know, um, that's good that you guys do that. That's good that your your school um, accepts you that way. And, you know, knowing that you have the kind of charisma and personality that you have, I think that you're an excellent fit for that. So that that's another commendable thing. I also, you're welcome. I, I also wanted to ask you this question. Mm-hmm. When you went into the ministry field, mm-hmm. what was the worst, not the best, but what was the worst advice that anyone gave you when you made this public? that this was going to be an easy job. (laughs) 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 Um, It's a a lot. Uh, You know, when you have to do certain aspects of ministry, especially being a pastor, there's some things that you, you know, when you're going to school and you're you're training and everything, there's some things that they don't cover, you know, uh, you know, like they'll tell you how to conduct a funeral, how to conduct uh, a marriage ceremony or baptism, something like that. But they don't never tell you the small little intricate parts about it when there's problems within the family uh, dynamic that you, you have to address with them while they're grieving. Or they're, when, when you're conducting a, a marriage ceremony that, you know, somebody will forget something <laughs> and have to run back out to the car to get see Things like that they don't tell you about. Because I've experienced quite a few uh, little little issues, and I was like, hey, nobody never told me about this here. Just for instance, my, my very first sermon that I, I preached, I was preparing for a more diverse group of congregants, but I found myself at a, an all-African-American church. And as you know as well as I do, when you're, when you're preaching to an African-American Church, you, you better come with it. You better you bring gotta it. Come with you got to come with it. You lose them in the first 10 minutes of your sermon. And it was, uh, it, it was quite interesting, but, uh, you know, that's one of those ones when you say, God, if you don't take care of this, I sure can't do it. And you have been, things like that, you have to rely on God more than anything, uh, especially being in a pastoral field like that. We're not perfect. We make mistakes, and, you know, we need, we need God more than anybody. Because sometimes uh, you're in certain situations that saying, oh, okay, God, I, I don't know what to do here. And so if you, if you take care of this, I'm going to follow your lead. You know, I don't want God to ever feel like I'm taking the lead. I say, hey, I'm, I'm right here with you, so you lead the way. And I think that's probably, probably a really good thing. So we're <laughs> yeah. going gonna to go to a brief break, and then we're going to come back with more of Pastor David. And they cried, amen, hallelujah. Then a voice came from the throne saying, praise our God. 
all you his servants, you who fear him, both small and great. Some people wonder why the praise behind these tear-filled eyes, giving all my honor unto him. Surely should have died, but Jesus paid that costly price to cover all the wages of my sins. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He's been better than good. Instead of turning His back on me, He showed me mercy. I gotta give Him the praise. Thanks unto the Lord, 
he is good. His mercy endureth. Hear my cry, O God. Attend to my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to a rock that is higher than I. Truly my soul waiteth on thee. To a higher rock would you lead me. I'm feeling overwhelmed, would you shelter me. Beneath your wings, on every side appears to be an enemy. Even ones who swore to be a friend to me. My soul is seeking, thirsting for thee. Hear, Hear my, my cry, cry oh my God. God. Attend to my prayer. I really need you here. Hear my, Hear my cry, cry, oh my God. want your kids to have the best education and the best opportunities for a successful future, right? School's out for the summer, and though you want your kids to have a break, you don't want them to lose what they've learned over the summer. That's where Kids to Kids Tube comes in. 
KidsToKidsTube.com offers thousands of educational videos for tutoring, homework help, and continuous learning. Your kids can learn all year long with great tools and resources, plus Kids2KidsTube has a scholarship fund to help pay for their education. Kids2KidsTube.com is way lower than the cost of a private tutor, plus a great opportunity to build a scholarship fund so your kids benefit now and in the future. Visit Kids2KidsTube.com right now for all the details, and be sure to check out our free brand new laptop program. Go to Kids2KidsTube.com. That's Kids, the number two, KidsTube.com. Do it today. And welcome back to Just Chat with Bree. And today we are chatting with Pastor David out of the Beaumont, Texas area. And they have all kinds of cool things that they do with the children. And you've got a back-to-school bash coming up, right? Yes, we do. And uh, we're very excited about this back-to-school bash. And we're inviting different vendors in the community of the organization so just to come alongside us and partner. To what's one thing? We're, we're not trying to create recreate the wheel. Uh, we just want people to partner with us. You know, we have like a karate school that is a part of our church as well. And girls with dance and everything so they're going to join us and we have a, a counseling center also uh, next to us and they're going to join us and uh, a mathnasium uh, this here in, in Beaumont and a revived drink center where they have outstanding teas and uh, just just a lot and we, if we if we're, like I said we're part of community and they are part of the community as well and we just want people to know that who we are get to know us um, you know, through that pandemic and everything, people uh, didn't know who is who out there, and they forgot about what per- people can do. Different groups and organizations are part of our community, so we want them to be recognized as well. We also do things for our ladies in the church and as well. So our ladies are getting ready to have a, uh, a pool party of the church so they can get together and have fellowship and have a good time. Uh, along with our men, we're getting ready to go to men's, men camp here in the next couple months where the men can come out and, and have fellowship and, and do manly things, you know, fish and play <laughs> disc golf and things like that. <laughs> but it's all oh, about manly fellowship. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, you ladies are going out. They're going out to have pool party in there. They're going to have little refreshments, little dainty things. You know, men, we'd get out there to the pool party and be doing cannonballs. He will be like, oh, not my hair. Can't get my hair. Oh, so true, so true. You mentioned um, pandemic. So tell me, how did you all function and how did the pandemic affect your services and, and do you have online services that people could tune into? 
Yes. Oh my goodness. You know that pandemic was that that was that changed the world. That pandemic because uh, it really changed here at North Point. During that time, during the pandemic, uh, I was pastoring uh, another church in Pasadena, Texas, and that was rough. And you know, I don't know why didn't you stop me from doing that during the pandemic? You said, David, don't Pastor David, don't do that during the pandemic. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> I, I went uh, and, and passed to the church during this time. Bree, it was rough. Uh, you know, we did all the right things with cleaning, the social distancing, and we would, some would come back, but uh, we did a lot of online. And we're still online uh, here at North Point, which is I've been back, we're, we're online. Uh, we just recently, I uh, believe, trying to get our Facebook back up as well, but we're uh, not Facebook, but our, our YouTube. Uh, so, but our, we're, we do Facebook Live every Sunday. You can tune into us. Uh, uh, go to our page. It's my North Point uh, dot church, or you can just go to our Facebook page and, and watch that way. And what time is we, that? What time is it on? We we changed our time. We're tr- we're trying to change up how we do church. Uh, as we used to, because the pandemic changed that. We're, we have to do church a different way now. Like I said, we have to get out there in the community uh, before people would just come to church, and they, they knew they had to be someplace. But now, just that everything is online, and people are still scared to come back out. You know, they rather sit at the house and, you know, in their nightgowns and slippers and everything without coming out the door on Sunday. So, But we still provide that for them to be online, and they can still sit in their house and, and, and do that. When I say this was a different time uh, during, during that COVID, we still operated, uh, but a lot of times we would have to open up a little bit, then we'd have to shut down. I know that's what we had to do out in uh, Pasadena. So now we're just basically trying to get people to come back out and say, hey, it's still safe, and by doing different things. But you still have those few skeptics out there. If you got to wear a mask, that's fine if that's what your choice is. Because believe it or not, we still have some uh, older people here and some people that have some ser- pretty serious conditions that will require that. But that's fine. You you come on out how you are. If you still want to wear your, your, your flip-flops, come on in. We, we don't mind. Uh, just just put some clothes on. You know, come, don't come in your night. <laughs> you right. Wear, but, right. Yeah, but, but please come on out and, and enjoy the fellowship because um, we're you know, our scriptures tell us that we're not to forget about fellowshipping together because I need you, you need me, we need each other uh, to fellowship. You keep me strong, uh, and I'll do my best to keep you strong because, you know, if you have a lone wolf mentality, well, that's what's going to happen to you. You're going to get ate up if you're out there running on your own uh, or you forget to come back to fellowship with each other. We're stronger together. You, you know, try to make a fist without a pinky. <laughs> You know, <laughs> right, <laughs> so right. You make that fist, and you got the pinky and all the digits and everything together. You make a mighty fist. With um, the world the way it is now, mm-hmm. the pandemic really uh, it, it messed us up, and it has yes. people afraid to come out of the house. And and I think of the mm-hmm. story that I tell my great grandchildren uh, when mm-hmm. they say, you know, Grandma, what happened in 2020? And I was like, Oh, we had the vid. And then they'll say, mm-hmm. well, were you there? Yes. But what happened? Mm-hmm. I got a shot. <gasps> what happened then? I wore a mask. And then what? And then I took the mask off. And I think, for, for in my case, for 60 years, mm-hmm. I breathe in everything. And I mean everything. Mm-hmm. And just to show you the way I, I, I perceive it, I can look at my tabletop and know that I have not opened a window and see dust on the tabletop. 
I can wipe that dust, and two days later, there's dust. So that means I'm actually inhaling that dust every day anyway. Mm-hmm. So for two years, I was still inhaling the dust, but I had a mask on. <laughs> so right, yeah, right. Yeah. the world has been forever changed, and I'm sure it'll be in a history book. And mm-hmm. there's small children that think that the first year or two of their lives, they're supposed to wear a mask. So um, I think it's definitely, definitely done something to people. People, uh, I saw people, and I don't know if you experienced this, people were going crazy in the house being with their loved ones and realized that they didn't mm-hmm. love them as much as they thought they did because they were around them all the time. And I, I spent a lot of shows encouraging people to um, have more patience and um, get jigsaw puzzles and coloring books and spend that quality time with their families. So do you think that during that time, and we're going to go to break here real shortly, but do you think during that time that families got closer, farther apart, they got to know each other better, or they drifted completely apart from that? That's, that's a very good question right there. Uh, from what I've seen, you know, it affected us as adults, but we were able to deal with that type of situation. Uh, it, as well as you know, I'm, I'm like you, 60 years, we, believe, we breathe in all kind of stuff and, and everything. But who, who this really affected the most was our children. It affected them to the utmost. If they were having trouble in school reading and, and, and different uh, educational aspects, they really struggled online. I, I know sometimes you can stick me in front of a computer and have some online training. I'm ready to pull my teeth off. <laughs> right, to do that. right. So it really, they were really struggled. And that's what this whole thing with the lockdown in the house really affected and hurt the most was our, was our children. And, and, and believe it or not, like you said, it affected families, too, because who you thought that you could spend the rest of your life with cooped up in the house, you thought, well, I can't wait to get in or I'm going to kill you in here. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know go outside, you know, go walk someplace, get out the house. And, and, and plus, it hurt our kids from getting out to play. That kept them on the computer. The very thing we used to tell the kids, get off that computer, get off that game. Now you're saying, get on that computer. Go play with your game. Uh, you know, I'm tired of seeing you sitting up here. Go, go play the game. And so that, uh, you know, we grew up at a time we'd go outside to play, and we didn't want to come back inside. And, you know, when the street lights hit, we had to come back in, and we was hurt. <laughs> we had to come back inside. Right. Now we flipped, it, we flipped it now. You can't go outside, so you can stay in the house and play. And it really hurt our kids, education-wise, and them as little humans. We, we hurt them the most. That we did. We're going to go to a brief break, and we're going to come back and let Pastor David tell us what he wants us to know about whatever he wants us to know. We'll be right <laughs> back. <laughs> okay. God has, God has been good so to me. Good to me. So 
refreshing springs the autumn rains were clothed with blessings psalm 84 6 
offers wide variety of Indo-Chinese delicacies at 41039 Fremont Boulevard, Fremont, opposite Bharat Bazaar. Fresh Chinese cooking, no MSG added, takeout, delivery and catering, open seven days a week. Download our iPhone app, Eastern Winds, or visit our website, www.fremonteasternwinds.com or call 510-651-6678. That's right, 510-651-6678. Your Bay Area's best, KYBN.
And welcome back to Just Chat with Bree. And today we have Pastor David out of Beaumont, Texas. They've got an awesome program out there. They have a great community reach. And I've really enjoyed talking with him today. So now, Pastor David, let me tell you what we do in the fourth segment of my show. This is the time that I give it to you. I like for you to talk about whatever you want the listeners to know. And I want you to also, again, give your contact information for your services. And if you got some shout outs you want to throw out in there, of course, you know, a whole congregation is a lot to shout out. But if you you got anybody in particular you want to just say, you know, shout out to, this is that time where you do that. Also, before we give you this, I have one question that I do want to ask you. If someone came to you and said, you know, I, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I don't know where to go. Um, I don't have any friends. Um, what would you recommend to me? How how can I just get these bad thoughts out of my head? Because, you know, there's so many people out there that are like that. I would like, before you go into your part of the segment, could you answer that and then just go ahead and go into your part of the segment? Okay. All right. Well, sure. Um, you you. That's, that's most of our teens <laughs> when they're getting ready to graduate. That, that's the questions that they have. I don't know what I want to do or, or, uh, or, or what. I would, I would suggest that, you know, what I normally tell them is to, uh, especially uh, the kids that I, that I know are not church affiliate or anything, I would tell them to get plugged into somewhere, uh, to some place. It doesn't necessarily have to be a church per se, but get plugged into something. There's different things around, uh, especially I can only talk about here in Beaumont, that they can get that there's athletics. If, and if they're not athletically inclined, there's music centers that are out there for, for kids to do. But get plugged into something. And, of course, it's always a good start with, is get plugged into uh, a youth group. Uh, we have an excellent youth group here at North Point uh, where the kids, they can pretty much figure these things out for themselves. We're just here is, is to guide them, uh, not tell them what to do, but to kind of guide them in a direction. And, of course, is, you know, uh, to guide them to Christ, there's nothing wrong with that, to give them something to hold, to hold on to, to have faith in. What I want to, to talk about is there's people out there that are hurting in this world. There's so much going on. Uh, you can just turn on the news and, and just see what's happening. So our, our world is hurting. Our communities are hurting. Our families are hurting at this time. And they're, they're, they're tired of the way that people have been doing church, and they have a very negative attitude towards uh, church houses, per se, church buildings. I want people to know that the building isn't the church. It's the people inside the building is the church. As Christians and believers, we're supposed to get out of these four walls and go out and, into the world and tell them the good news. You don't necessarily have to be hitting them upside the head with the Bible, but tell your story to develop a relationship. I always say your testimony is your sermon. Your life is the only one that you can really tell to reach somebody. The things that you've been through in life, believe it or not, somebody else has been going through the same thing out there, and they just have been waiting for someone to, to, to bring that out. Relationships are key. You don't necessarily have, like I said, you don't have to beat somebody up with the Bible or anything, but just sit and have a conversation and say, uh, you know, hey, what's going on with you? And let me tell you about myself. And, and you can start that dialogue from there. Sometimes they be tough conversations, 
we had a little program at, at the school that was called Kids Hope. It, with Kids Hope, it was uh, one church, one school, one child for one hour. And I used to do a little thing called Guess What? And believe me, when you start that, say, hey, guess what I did or guess what happened? When you tell a child, say, guess what? Be prepared to tell you. They'll tell you some of the, some of the things that you'd be like, oh, my God, what did I just do? And people are like that. If you say, guess what? You know, I went through the same thing that like that. Oh, my goodness, that would open the door. And, but be prepared to, to answer those guess what? Or do your best to say, well, in your guess what? I may not have went through that same thing that you have, but guess what? I know somebody who did, <laughs> and mm. then it continues on just by saying, guess what? Uh, your community, because uh, we're community-based, and that's what I love about North Point is what we do in our community from feeding. We, we feed the, uh, the homeless for a while that was here until it got cleaned up, but we're, we're constantly going out to uh, different places and feeding people because tabletop fellowship is the best way. You can have all kind of conversations over a meal. And and it really doesn't have to be really a big thing. Every uh, quarter we would go over to the school and, and give the teachers uh, a lunch and say, hey, we appreciate you, and you have a tough job, but we, we care about what you're doing here because you're taking care of our kids. These uh, teachers really appreciate that, say, hey, these folks really care about me. But the conversations that you can have over a baked potato with every fix, with everything on it, the kind of conversations you can have. Yes, they will tell you uh, about their, their day and what's going on with them. And that's what we're concerned about. We're concerned about the person. You know, we're to share the gospel, and we're, we're going to let that word of God sit upon them and let God deal with that. It's not for us to judge or try to force something down somebody. All we want to do is be relational to, uh, to who we're talking to. And that's just basically what I wanted to share with, uh, with your listeners. And please contact us. Uh, we're at uh, 420 South Major Drive, Beaumont, Texas. The zip code is 77707. We would love to hear from you uh, a letter or if you want to call. That would be uh, excellent as well. Our number is 409-242-1272. If you just want to email us, it's my North Point. Dot church, and we would love to, to any way that we can help. Uh, if you want to join, or, or if you want to uh, donate, uh, that's fine too. We don't requ- require you to do that, but if you want to, uh, you know, something uh, that you want to give, that that is perfectly uh, fine as, as well. Uh, I'd like to thank all the pastors here at uh, North Point because they do a tremendous job. Our pastor Rachel, she's our lead pastor. And we have Pastor T, who's our, our, our team pastor, and Pastor Lakeisha, who is our women's pastor. And she does an amazing job, and she's also pastoring over the Milton Center here in Beaumont. And I thank you, Bree, for giving me the opportunity to, to share with your listeners. And I'd like to do this again sometime. I had a lot of fun, and you're very good at what you do. Aw, well, Pastor David. I just want to say thank you for taking out the time of your busy schedule because I know you have a very busy schedule. I appreciate you, you know, giving us some input and and conversation because you never know who's listening. You never know who needs to hear what you're saying. And we have listeners 
everywhere all over the United States. And I know we have some down there in Beaumont, Texas. So if you guys are listening and if you're in that area, make sure that you contact them and, and let them know that, hey, you know, we're interested in some of the things that you're doing and um, we're definitely going to have you back and you can come and co-host and I can throw out some stuff and you can give me the good answers for maybe some of the bad things I say. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> That's called balancing. You know, now you know, I will tell the listeners in a heartbeat, at the beginning of this show, it said the views and opinions of the host are not those of the station, and I will let you know by that statement, it's getting ready to happen. But, again, I want to thank you so much for coming on, taking time with us, and sharing your thoughts with us. Listeners, I'm going to let Pastor David have the last word, and we will see you again soon. Pastor David? Thank you, Bree. I really appreciate it, and I had a wonderful time. And please remember, get connected with your local church and in your community. Be the difference. You heard that. Be the difference. All right, listeners, we will see you again soon. That's it for today. Pastor David, thank you again for coming. Thank you. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 10 million people. Without destroying your credit, they can reduce your interest rates, lower your total payments up to 50% to get you out of debt fast. For a free consultation, call Consolidated Credit now. The program works. Call 